Let's go, Badger fans. Uh, we got the W. Lots to talk about. Um, I thought Blackwell, the really nice game. Tyler Wall, player of the game. Let's talk about it on Wisconsin. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Badgers reaction show with uh, the win over the Maryland Terrapins. Apologize for being just a tick late. I had a couple technical difficulties. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Create the account. Use code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. Um, I also apologize really quickly for my voice. I'm still kind of getting over something. <clears throat> Bit of a cold, but we got the win. Uh, let's talk about it. This is awesome. It's a good day for me. Come on in here, buddy. Get up on that line. Okay, so... I think it's just me today. Rajiv couldn't make it. Justin couldn't make it. Um, it's just me today. I, I want to start with, again, player of the game. We always start there. To me, it's got to be Tyler Wall. I thought Tyler Wall played aggressive from the jump, um, did a pretty good job on the glass, made a lot of hustle plays, shot six and nine from the field. You know, the most impressive thing, man, uh, there was a time, and it's not that long ago, like you don't have to go that far on the wayback machine to be terrified of Tyler Wall at the free throw line. Right? Badger fans, like, it's not that long ago when he would go to the line and <clears throat> you would have zero faith, like zero faith in wall. Uh, you got to give him so much credit. Like if you improving your free throw shot, because your form is so ingrained inside of you, the way you shoot is so ingrained inside of you, that muscle memory is so hard to break. Uh, we see it. How many players do you see never improve as a shooter, never be able to shoot free throws. You have to give him today. He was six to seven. From, yeah. Six to seven from the line today including a lot of clutch shots. <clears throat> like you have to give him so much credit. That's all him. That's not the coaches. That is 100. I shouldn't say 100%. Obviously there's other people helping him, but that is almost all Tyler wall, just putting in the time, giving a crap, working at it, getting better at it. Um, as a team today, 28 to 31 from the line. Are you kidding me? 28 to 31. Now I thought there were moments the refs could have swallowed the whistle a little bit on both ends. Like, Let's just be honest, y'all. There was an egregious miscall that went the Badgers' way on that charge call late in the second half against Maryland. There was, I thought the rest were a little too whistle happy, but listen, the Badgers took advantage. 28 to 31 from the line. That's how you win close games. And that's something this Badger team hasn't done consistently the last couple of years, right? That's 90 something percent from the line. What, 91%? Incredible effort from the line. Again, Tyler Walls, my player of the game. <clears throat> I also want to give a shout out to John Blackwell. Like, he gives you so much off the bench, and that's something this team has desperately desperately been missing, right? It feels like he's getting back into that early season form, uh, coming back off that hip injury. Last, It felt like he's been getting into the groove until today. I think – I think I want to say you could give him more minutes. He had he played 14 minutes today. I think it's probably still getting him fully back. Like, you probably don't want to push it too much, but 14 minutes, nine points. I mean, the, the guy is so, so solid defensively too he was incredible today uh really good on ball pressure he does a great job long limbs really maintains his presence in front of somebody keeps him out of the paint um couple big rebounds as well also getting to the line he is elite john blackwell has an elite skill already as a true freshman he gets to the line i think he actually leads the team in free throw percentage free throw rate basically the amount of free throw attempts per 40 minutes he's incredible at it as a freshman it's because he gets to the paint he pump fakes like, he has a patience about him <clears throat> that belies his age, right? It is incredibly impressive. Seven of eight from the line today uh, for John Blackwell. How about eight of eight for Klesman? I mean, that dude, 
even on the days where you're like, dude, there's moments in today's game. I'm like, Klesman, shoot the ball. Like he, Klesman has this weird habit lately of catching it, pump faking, uh, catching it being open, um, pump faking and sidestepping into it. I feel like a tougher shot to shoot the ball, dude. But eight of eight from the line, continually consistent. And that dagger three late. Yeah, you got to give tips off our uh, hats off to him as well. I thought Stephen Crowell had a rough game. Uh, right off me making a, a, a big video about how underrated he is. A couple really bad turnovers out of the post today. Uh, still at eight boards, finished with eight points, but I thought he was a little rough. He had five turnovers. Um, he needs to clean that up. And Maryland did a pretty good job scouting that. Uh, but yeah, it's a win. Like, oh, it's not the prettiest win, but it's a win. And you needed this because the Badgers now have a big break. And this allows them to get back into kind of, okay, maybe you get Kamari McGee back. You're still working John Blackwell back. This is a big win. They ended the game, felt like an eternity. <clears throat> it took forever. And the Badgers got a little sloppy, uh, defensively especially. They could have given that away. They almost did. So you got to be more careful there. Let's just bring up some comments. Um, again, thank you to everybody tuning into this. Let me know your player of the game, underrated aspect of the game. Randy A said you need more from Crowell. Yeah, this was not a great Crowell game. Um, we're already getting the fire guard comments. The dude won today, right? Like that – the dude won today. Alien Space. Wall will be missed next year. Yeah, he will. Um, now, <clears throat> it's possible you go and you get a, a player that fits this team a little better. Like, if you could go and replace Wall, I'm not going to get too much into next season yet. But if you can go and replace Wall with an athletic four, Wall is still going to be missed. But maybe that fits next to Crowell and the rest of his team a little bit more. Um, let's me get into some of these these save comments. Let's get into this one because we there's a lot of talk on this one. Brian Dodson says, hate that prevent offense every second half. Yeah, like I it, – it feels – and there's a couple comments in the chat about this. It feels like our offense in the second half when we have a lead – and by the way, I love Stephen Bardo's like, ah, oh, the Badgers are super dangerous with the lead. I'm like, have you watched us this year? No, we're not. <laughs> Stop it. Maybe previous iterations of the Badgers were – not this one. And you can see it at the end of the game. Like, <clears throat> that you didn't have enough of a lead, in my opinion, to stop running your offense. There was even that possession with Klesman, right, where Klesman is just milking the clock, and then he takes a last-minute or last-second three. It went in, but <clears throat> I would prefer just to run offense, right? It felt like we got a little too a little too passive. I think that's a kind of a trend under Greg Gard late in, late in the game when you have a lead. Uh, you start to start to run the clock. This isn't, I mean, it's not college football, man. You can't go on a seven minute drive, right? Like I, I think it's, I think it's playing with fire. I didn't love that at the end of the game. I know we had a lot of comments about it, but as Tyler Strieber says, a win is a win. A win is a win and I'll take it. And that is a good point from Tyler Strieber, but yeah, I don't love it at the end. Um, let me know in the comments what you thought of it. If you if you like it, if you don't like it, I, I think you can get better looks. I think it's playing with fire, right? Because um, what if what if Klesman doesn't bang that three? Um, then you're probably going down, and, and Maryland has a real chance to steal it at the end. So I didn't love it, and uh, it's something we've seen several times. It's funny. I was actually talking with um, a coach at the D2 level, a really sharp guy, a Badger fan and, and basketball. And he was saying, that's one of the things he brought up too. Um, I might try to get him on the show, but he was like, yeah, I don't understand why they go into this shot clock delay a game thing at the end of a game, right? There's too much time left in it. You're just, you're risking playing with fire at that moment. So it's, that's one aspect of this I didn't love. 
But again, the Badgers pulled it out. It was a big win. They needed it. You got to win your home games going out. And <clears throat> yeah, 28 a third one from the line. All right, let's bring up some of these comments here. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's see. Yeah, Jack Pollock nailed it. Just like in football, prevent defense and prevent offense uh, keeps you from winning free throws one tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like it either, you know, but I I don't think it's probably going to change. I will say this. Let's, on the defensive side, right, I thought there was way too much. Maryland found too much space on some of those late threes. That's the one thing where it has nothing to do with prevent offense. And I guarantee Ray Guard isn't saying don't guard the three-point line. So I don't know what happened there. Uh, I need to kind of go back and watch it. One of those was off a scramble. But honestly, give them contested twos and, and crowd the perimeter. The only way they're getting back in the game is if you miss a couple free throws or turn it over and they hit threes. And I thought Maryland got some clean looks at the end that, again, it, I don't know if they fell asleep a little bit, if they felt like the game was a little bit in the back pocket. But you can't give up that many open looks at the end of a game to a team desperately trying to shoot threes. They're, those are the looks they're hunting, and you let them find them. Um, that was a little frustrating. But – Again, big shot at the end. Klesman nailed it. Uh, great from the free throw line. All right, let's see what else we got in the comments here. Actually, let's take a quick break. Take a quick break. Come back. I want to talk a little bit more about Blackwell, get into some more of your thoughts, um, and we'll go from there. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show over at Game Time. Game Time, I've talked about it. <clears throat> it's the number one source to get all your ticket needs, right? Anything you want to do. Um, if, you haven't been to, if you've never been to a concert like me, go on that Game Time app, create the account, Use code locked on and you get $20 off and you can go to your first concert ever. I'm 41 now. I should probably do that pretty soon because that clock is ticking, Ryan. Uh, but also, you know, uh, comedy, sports, whatever it is. If you want to go get tickets for any of your favorite teams, whatever it is, or you know, a great gift for a buddy, go get them tickets on game time. The largest selection, the biggest inventory. Uh, you get pictures of the seats before you sit down so you know exactly what it's going to look like. You're not going to beat it, right? Game time is the best place for, to buy your tickets. It's simple, easy, fast. It's also cheap. That way you can take that money, spend it on something else. Get you get you a Jordan Love autographed rookie card off eBay. Right? Use that savings to get something fun like that. Download the Game Time app. Use the code Locked On. Get $20 off whatever tickets you want. All right, let's 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 keep this going here. Let's talk a little bit more about this Badger win. I want to just get some comments here. <clears throat> yeah, let's get into this one from Pete. Pete uh, mentions uh, Gilmore, right? What was the rotations today? Um, that one to me is fascinating because you saw Ilver, you saw Winter, you saw Blackwell, you saw Connor. You didn't see Carter Gilmore today. And that's been a departure from what Greg Gard has been doing. Honestly, I kind of like seeing that to some degree because I just think the others give you a little more offensive burst. I still think, listen, I still think Gilmore has a role. Like defensively, he gives you effort. He gives you energy. You know, he can guard a certain type of player. Like I'm not saying he should never play at all. Like I, I I just think the other guys give you a little more offensively. So it's interesting to see guard maybe shift that a little bit, alter that a little bit. I actually thought Ilver gave you some good minutes today, right? Ilver had a couple offensive rebounds. He took two wide open threes. He missed them both. Um, and then he dribbled out of bounds right after his offensive rebound. And you saw Greg Gard almost have a, a, a heart attack on the, the sideline there. But I kind of like Ilver. I want to see more Ilver going forward because I think he can shoot it. I just think he needs minutes. I think he can move his feet. I think he can attack the glass. He's a little bigger than Gilmore. Now, I will say this. Outside of Blackwell, you got, like, nothing from the bench today, right? Max Klesman played 37 minutes. Tyler Wall played 34. Chucky Ephraim played 34 or 35. Those are still heavy workload minutes for the starters. Um, Kamari McGee coming back is going to ease some of that off of Hepburn, probably ease some of that off of Klesman. But, yeah, getting over a few more minutes 
Um, I think Blackwell needs to start working back up into that 20 minute range to kind of take some of that burden off other players. But yeah, um, I was, I was interested in that rotation today. I thought, I thought it was a better job. I, I liked what Greg Gard did today from a rotation standpoint. Thomas Miller, same thing we've talked about. I just don't like how they take the air out of the ball game uh, late in games. It almost cost me. I just keep playing offense. Like you've gotten pretty good looks all game. And then with about two and a half minutes left, you just kind of decide it was really about three minutes. Probably you kind of decide, Oh, we're good. We're just going to run the clock and kind of take contested ISO ball shots. I didn't like it. And that's absolutely playing with fire. Trevor Berger says stores dunk might've been the best badger dunk in a decade. How about that left hand? Yam? Um, Best dunk in a decade. No, there was definitely some Khalil Iverson dunks. Is that within the last decade? Am I getting old? That's within the last decade, right? Khalil Iverson? Yeah. There's definitely some Khalil Iverson dunks that are above what Storr did tonight. But Storr's right up there. I thought he could have got an end one on that. He caught some body. There's also the left-hand finish. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. That was that was an awesome, awesome play. Sean Mullen says Chucky had a good game. Yeah, uh, no turnovers for Chucky. I like the fact that he's shooting a little more. Now, I will say this. There's moments in the game, and watch for it. Now, there's moments in the game where Chucky, it still bewilders me a tiny bit. Like, he'll he'll force a switch, right, on a pick and roll. There was one particular time in the first half. He forced the switch, got the big man on him, dribbled into the mid-range, and then picked up the dribble and kicked it back out to Klesman, who was guarded. Like, Chucky does that a little too much still for me when he has the mismatch, when he's in the paint, when he's – created some type of advantage he'll kind of stop pick up the dribble with really nothing to do and to kick it back out but overall like really good game uh he controlled it i thought he played really well defensively set the tone there hit a big open three got in the paint with a nice reverse he i like him being more aggressive i think i think that sweet spot for chucky is not what he did last year as much and not what he's done in stretches this year where he's being a little too passive it's somewhere in the middle he needs to look for a shot and i think that opens things up um, it opens up his passing angles, too. So I liked what I saw from Chucky today, Sean. I, I agree with you. Mark Nell, I thought the refereeing was poor today on both sides. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Jackie Orden says, Ilver over Gilmore in the rotation. It was tonight. Yeah, it, it definitely was tonight. And, again, I think he gives you more size. I think he gives you a shooter. I think he gives you somebody defenses have to pay some attention to. Those are good things, man. Now, Gilmore still is going to have a spot, right? He's still he's still going to be able to come in and, and give you really good defensive minutes against certain matchups. But I, I like that Gilmore's searching for a little bit more there because the bench needs to be better. And if the bench doesn't get better, then everybody else, the starters will have to play too many minutes and they start to grind down. People ask a lot about what's up with the second halves of games. Listen, I don't I think there is an element of the second half of the game. Klesman's played 37 minutes. Heffern's played 35 minutes. You know, Tyler Wall and Crowell, these guys are playing a ton of minutes. I think it where the team wears down a tiny bit. I really do. And getting Ilver more involved, getting Blackwell back, getting McGee, I think that's going to lessen that, that load that the starters have to take. Uh, John Berger says, guard shortens the bench, plays everybody 35 minutes, guys will be burned out. All the bench players were a minus. Blackwell minus seven. Uh, is that the plus minus? Yeah, plus minus is really hard. Sometimes because it's very dependent on the matchups you're in with, who who your other four players you're in with are. I didn't actually see plus minus for this game, so I'm assuming that's what John Berger's referencing. I don't pay a, <clears throat> excuse me a ton of attention to plus minus. I think there's better metrics to look for. A um, couple more comments here for sure. Brian Whitire says his team has no chance against Indiana. I disagree. I think they probably beat Indiana, to be honest. Uh, 
Glenn Miller says talent in the Big Ten is tough from top to bottom. Any win is good. Why so conservative in the second half? Yeah. Store must drive guard nuts. I think at times store does drive guard nuts, right? There's there's shots you can just tell. Like store or that store puts a, a certain looks up in great guard. You can just tell. Like his it almost breaks his brain a little bit. Like he hates it. But he also has moments that are so athletic, like you, you just live with it, right? Some of those drives to the rim today, coming off the curl, getting down to the middle of paint, that two foot, he just comes down two foot uh, drop step or uh, jump stop, closes up strong, like that layup where he goes up and under at the rim, that dunk. He brings so much to this team, man, that you got to keep playing him. Yeah, this is from Commandant. Uh, too many sloppy turnovers again. That's the one that drives me crazy because I think they even said at the halftime show, but we talked about it before. Certain turnovers are okay. Like, they really are. Because you're trying to make a play. Maybe a defender makes a great play. It goes off a foot or whatever it is. But some of these turnovers, just the travels. Crowell had two terrible ones. Again, it was coming right off of me saying how underrated he is among Badger fans. Then they threw two passes away. Those two passes by Crowell, they led to instant fast breaks from Maryland. It was four points. He, he gave him four. He scored eight, and he gave him four on those turnovers. He's better than that. And you can't have those, right? It it looks like he got a little passive on that and Maryland just read the passing lanes and he kind of telegraphed it. Yeah. Sloppy turnovers. And then to Commandant's point, you got to do a better job of guarding three point shot late. I agree. I agree. Force them. Listen, crowd the three point line, right? Switch everything on the perimeter and just force them to make contested layups at the rim. Don't follow them. There was another one that Blackwell had a, a kind of a silly foul towards the end of the game that put Maryland on the line. That late game execution, man, you, you can be up five or six in March and fumble away late game execution and blow the game at the end. You got to be cleaner there. And then this is a veteran team. It should be cleaner there. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Let me see. We got much more comments in here. Yeah. Alien space says this, this team scares me in a close game in March. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Thomas Miller said Khalil Iverson at Iowa. Yeah. Iverson had a couple dunks. Didn't Iverson have that, um, Catch, reverse, dunk again. Was that against Michigan State off of like a Brad Davidson alley-oop? That's probably the greatest Badger dunk I can remember in recent history. Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, there's – there's um, Zesty Mashup says that was better than Iverson. I'm not going to lie. I don't think so. Those Iverson dunks – no, Iverson wasn't – it's not like Iverson was a better player than A.J. Starr, but his dunks were better. I, I definitely, definitely think that. Uh, John Berger says Khalil Iverson sucked. False. Uh, listen, Khalil Iverson was fine. He didn't suck, but he was a good defender, uh, athletic player. He definitely had flaws, but he didn't suck. Showalter and Ga- Showalter and Gasser were way better. Both could dunk. Stop it. Stop it. John Berger's drunk right now. All right, we're going to take one more quick break here for Friends of the Show. Come back. We'll just finish up with all your comments. Um, and kind of if this makes you feel better about the team or if this just feels like, eh, I don't know. We'll come back with all that next on Locked on Badgers. But uh, there it is. Jack Pollock said Khalil had the one against Michigan State in the conference tourney, I believe, from Brad. 100%. Um, I need to go find that on YouTube. That's one of the, the great Badger dunks I can ever remember. Khalil Iverson had, had boosters in his shoes, man. He was incredible. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel remains the number one source for all your sports betting needs. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, whether it's basketball, football, uh, I guess football's over, but football coming up next season. But baseball's about to get started. Spring training is here. If you want to put some futures on a baseball team, obviously basketball coming out of the All-Star game. Now, what a terrible game that was. But if you think the Bucs are going to find that footing in the second half, new coach, everything falls into place. Great time to get your futures bets in on the Bucs. 
That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Obviously, college basketball is going on as well. All your futures, parlays, teasers, spreads, it's all there over at FanDuel. The best site for all your sports betting needs. It's why we use it. It is also the official betting site of the NBA and the NFL for a reason. Fast, simple, easy to use. Quick payouts. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. New customers with a $5 bet get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. I do want to take a quick second and just thank everybody so much for tuning in. Also for putting up with my voice today. Um, this is definitely not going to be a long show. We're going to wrap this up pretty soon because I feel it going. But um, I appreciate you guys so much. Seriously, like this is an awesome community and it's because of everybody that makes these shows incredible. So thank you. Thank you so much. If you want to keep talking Badgers, go visit us over on the Discord. Uh, free Badger talk. No gophers. No politics. Anything else goes there. We're talking EA Sports. Uh, the new college football game. We're going to do a Badgers Dynasty League. If anybody's into gaming, come join us. Uh, we're going to do a Badgers League. You join, you pick a team when this new EA Sports game drops. Uh, we'll have a Dynasty. It's going to be a ton of fun. So come join us there. All right, let's just get some more comments here. Um, Scott Schneider says, making more threes would help. Yeah, I think they shot, what, 20-something percent today, Scott. It's so, it's so inconsistent. And I think that's been the story of this team for several years now, right? Uh, I think that's kind of what – we're missing when we're not getting the consistent version of Connor Siege that we saw last year, because there's nobody on this team right now that you look at and you're like teams game plan around player X as a three point shooter, right? Klesman's in, he's streaky. Uh, Hepburn is shooting about 30% this year. Crowell is, is hesitant to shoot it. Wall's not a threat from there. AJ stores a little streaky, you know, so there's nobody on this team. If Connor's not going, that puts the fear of God into an opposing defense from the perimeter. That makes it easier for them to defend us, right? It's as simple as that. Like, you can tell they don't – even when Crowell kind of shoots it, he doesn't feel like he really wants to. They're sagging off of him. They're crowding the paint a little bit. And then they're definitely crowding off a wall. So I think when we talk about the the paint being clogged up, that's a big part of it. Because the paint does at times feel clogged up. For people driving, for post injuries, uh, the doubles are coming a little bit more. It's because that consistent three-point threat for Wisconsin hasn't been there. And I, I do think that's a problem. Um Let's keep going here. A couple more questions. A couple more thoughts. Uh, Sean says, great show. Thank you. Uh, Sean's awesome, man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for for jumping in, as always. Um, let's see. Andrew says, a win is a win, but do not feel any better about this team moving forward. Too many turnovers, too many fouls. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I don't think this win should move the needle. Just just like, I'll make, I'll make the point of the Iowa loss. I said the Iowa loss really shouldn't move the needle too much for you. Like, wherever you were going into the Iowa loss, I didn't think that should move the needle too much. Just like wherever you are coming into this Maryland game, I don't think they should move the needle that much either. Like, Maryland's an okay team. They're not They're not a great team. At home, you kind of had to hang on at the end because I felt like you almost fumbled it away. So, no, I don't think – I think this is very fair, Andrew. I don't think if you came into this feeling meh about the team, you should feel a whole lot better than meh after you a close win. But – it still helps, right? Like that win is a, a nice notch in the column and you've got to win a couple down the stretch to really solidify where you want to be at this point in March. So it's important to get those wins, but no, I agree with you. I don't think it should dramatically move the needle. Engage says we need McGee back just to help with the mints. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> I, I really, 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 um, yeah, I really didn't pay attention to how big of a loss that was going to be. I was trying to give a better way to word it. I couldn't, but I, I missed that. You know, I, I just kind of felt like, well, Isaac Lindsay could get a minute or two. Klesman will play a little more. McGee or Hepburn will play a little bit more. Maybe Klesman will play a little points. Um, a few more minutes for Connor and Blackwell. 
I think the combination of him and Blackwell, you know, getting hurt at the same time. But yeah, McGee really gives you energy off the bench. He gives you a spark. He gives you, he also gives you defensive quickness, right? Uh, Hepburn, for as good as he can be defensively, can also get beat straight line. Like there's guards that can get past Hepburn and get into the paint. Kamari gives you some of the, that quick foot speed that can keep up with those guards. He gives you a little bit in transition. Like he'll take it right into the body of somebody, which I like. Um, yeah, he's a much bigger loss than I anticipated. And just getting him back and getting six to 10 minutes of, of solid, competent backup point guard play. Now Hepburn uh, gets that break, right? And he's fresher at the end. Or it allows Hepburn to play off ball a little bit. And maybe that can get him some easier shots and get him going in that aspect. So I think it's a great point engage that uh, they really do need him back. Um, don't badger me another quad to win for sure. Will Cincy, the defense still weak. Yeah, I went through spurts, man. I Early in the game, Maryland had a bunch of, I thought, pretty easy looks at the rim. Um, I thought it got cleaned up a little bit. Corral had a couple moments really. There were a couple really nice contests in this game. And then again, it felt like it feels like the attention span wanes with this team defensively at times, right? Like they're locked in. And then they're not. It doesn't feel like we ever get a consistent 40 minutes of locked-in defense. And I think that's partially because the offense is better, right? You just don't – I'm not saying it should happen this way, but you don't lock in as much when you're scoring more because every possession, you don't need to get a stop in every possession like previous Badger teams. Um, so I think there is an, S or an element of that. But, yeah, it's not super locked in. So I'm just looking for a comment that I had and I missed. Um Angelo says fan base is taking McGee for granted. Guilty of that. Uh, 100% guilty of that. We need to steal coming into March. Um, Tyler says, I also underestimated the impact of McGee. Bunch of comments here, guys, from John, Jeff, uh, Michael, Winning Gambler, Bo Dragon, all sorts of people, which I really do appreciate. Uh, Sean says, do you think Chucky's a better shooting guard? I think if he was like three inches taller, he would be. Um. I just, at times, I feel like he's searching for what he wants to do on offense. He's predetermining it a little bit. There, there's moments where I feel like he doesn't have the point guard feel that you're looking for. But obviously, the size kind of dictates it. I I think he's a better point guard than a, a shooting guard, just because, honestly, size-wise, you need him there. And listen, he's done a great job protecting the ball lately. That That's maybe the pinnacle, the, 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 the biggest part of being a point guard, right? No, no turnovers today. He's done a really good job of protecting the ball. Um, he had some clutch shots. So, yeah, I think he's a better point guard than a shooting guard. But I think there's elements of his game at times where I kind of would like to see him play off ball a little bit to get easier shots so he can maybe get into a groove, if that makes sense. Uh, Thomas Miller says agree with that. Chucky is much better as a one. Yeah, I, I think he's better as a one, too. I, I just think I would love for him to have the ability to play off ball a little bit to get a couple more shots, right? And maybe with McGee, you can do that. Again, you just can't do that against very many backcourts because you're super size limited if you have McGee and Chucky Hepburn in the backcourt at the same time. And that makes it pretty difficult. Um, Zesty says Chucky is as pure a point guard as it gets. I I would push back on that. I, I don't think he – I think from a passing playmaking standpoint, there there's moments in games where he gives up advantage situations and throws the ball back out to people who really aren't in a position to score. So I, I think at times he he misses some playmaking opportunities, but I'm not hating on Chucky. Like he's really good. He, he's a very good player. Um, and he does he does a lot from that point guard spot in terms of taking care of the ball. So I, I have no issues there. All right. We're gonna wrap it up there because again, my voice is going. I, I'll probably take a bunch of these comments and just wrap them up in the show. 
Uh, I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, listen, a win's a win, right? At the end of the day, there's always little nitpicky things. It's way better to have little nitpicky things in a victory than little nitpicky things in a loss. So you got the W. You have a little bit of time off. Hopefully, you get Blackwell back up into that 15 to 20-minute range. McGee comes back, and this team is really ready for that stretch run. I would say some of the things we've talked about with our frustrations, we've seen them kind of even out, right? We were frustrated with Chucky not scoring. He's starting to score more. Um, today wasn't a great game from Crowell, but previously he's starting to stretch together some good efforts. Wall is back to scoring. So there's really good signs here in some ways to, to pivot into a stretch run and hopefully set this team up for a, a successful march. So on Wisconsin, beat Maryland, let's go. We'll talk tomorrow. tomorrow. I think I have Brian Smith coming on the show tomorrow. So if you all have any questions about any prospects you want me to talk to Brian Smith about, let me know. After that, on Wisconsin, let's go. Sean says, go Badgers. That's a good way to end. Jambol says, on Wisconsin, let's get on a roll. Uh, Lonkers says, see you, Ryan. Um, all good stuff, guys. On Wisconsin, appreciate y'all.